change your beliefs and change your life. I mean, if I said that statement, I've just summarized the entire personal development and psychology industry in one statement. How many people over the years, you've all done personal development programs, you've all done seminars, you've all done programs, and you've all heard this idea before that you change your beliefs and you change your life. I mean, it's a profound statement, right? Like, I want you guys to just grasp it. Change your beliefs and change your life. I mean, if I said that statement, I've just summarized the entire personal development and psychology industry in one statement. Would you agree with that statement? That's it. It's right there. It's fantastic. And it's such a cool thing to sit and say. Everyone says, let's change our beliefs then. Right, Missy, let's go change our beliefs. We've got to change our wealth. Then you know what we do is we start this process of changing our wealth consciousness around money, around business, around things that bring us value of income. Okay, so we go ahead and we read books like, like Think and Grow Rich, right? Written in 19, I don't know, whenever it was, and Napoleon Hill wrote it. And he wrote, interviewed all these people, and it's become the Bible of the personal development industry. And I use that word loosely, of course, right? But it's become this Bible of the personal development. And everyone says, think and grow rich. The secret to your wealth is in think and grow rich. I'm going to tell you something. If that's the Bible, why aren't you all rich? If that was the answer, why aren't you all rich? Because it's not true. If you go do the landscape and do the study and research it, Napoleon Hill actually was broke. He was dead broke. He died broke. You know the person who actually made that book go to the, into the world? It was his wife. Go do the research. Don't, don't believe me. It was his wife that did it. It was his wife that made that book that went public inside of it. He studied all these wealthy people, and everyone revered him to this day, 100 years later, as the greatest book and wealth of all time. And I'm going to sit and tell you that I don't think it's true. Because when you read some of it, there's certain components of it, I think. There's some inner wisdom inside of it. But I'm also going to sit and tell you this today as well, that that book was written over a hundred years ago. Do we know more about the brain, about science, about how the body works and research? Of course we do. Of course we do. So there's a lot of people who will sit and say, you know, they'll use that as the premise of becoming wealthy and still using that without taking advanced science and realizing that what we know about the brain today is completely different than it was a hundred years ago. We're in the information era. That was in the machine era, right? The manufacturing era. We're in a completely different state of our life inside of it. And if we don't understand that, then we're simply taking information that is completely outdated and trying to make relevant decisions with our life. And I say that because I did it too. <laughs> so I'm not judging you. I'm not, I did it too. Because that's what we're taught to do. That's what we're taught when we see all these people out there saying, you know what, all you got to do is read this book and, and, I, and I follow Think and Grow Rich and, and people who have you know, celebrity status and credibility status and they say these things, we think, okay, that must be what they did. And then you go find out that wasn't really it. It was great then, back then, but it's not really true. And then people go ahead and write all these books and they do boycotts of it and they butcher it, they bastardize it and things like that. But then you look at this thing and they say wealth is about this income status. Then you change your beliefs and you change your life. Okay, cool. Like That sounds like a, a fun idea. So to, before, I don't know, about 10, 12 years ago, I was on stages speaking to thousands of people and I was struggling with every every dime in my pocket struggling with every dime in my pocket and I couldn't make things work and everyone used to say you just got to change your beliefs Trevette you got to change your beliefs 
And I said, this doesn't make any sense. Because they've never done the research that I did. They never thought the way that I did. How many people remember 2011? Excuse me, 2001. September 11, 2001. Everyone on this call does, right? And everyone remembers exactly where they were the moment that they found out about the planes and the horrific incident in America. Not, you could be American or you could be a part of it. Any other country, you've heard the same thing. I've stated this story all over the world and people know exactly where they are at the time. I remember walking into the cafeteria at my school and I walked in and everyone was there and everyone was sitting around and we had, they rolled in the TV because it wasn't flat TVs then. I'm, I'm dating myself a little bit, right? They had those big carts and the TVs were like boxes and you roll them along. So they rolled it in and everyone's watching it. I'm like, what? what are they watching? And honestly, I thought it was a movie at first. Right? Because you're like, this can't be real. Like, why is everyone taking the day off watching a movie? I don't understand. And um, obviously what happened happened. But I remember sitting there thinking that night, I don't think about that just for a second. What causes someone to fly a plane into a building? I mean, that's pretty intense to give up your life and say, I'm going to give up my life. That's a pretty intense statement. But I thought about it and I, and I had this idea and this realization at that time where I looked at life and I looked at this concept of beliefs. I really did. I looked at this concept of beliefs and I thought about it and I said, okay, let's just say, for example, it's right now 1.16 p.m. Central Standard Time in Chicago. And let's say uh, a child is born in Chicago right now, 1.16, and he grows up, well, let's say, let's say he grows up in Alabama with Joe or down in Arkansas. Okay? And he grows up in Arkansas. And he grows up right now, 1.17. Child is born he grows up for the next 18 years, and what he learns over his lifetime is that America, we're the land of the free. And those, those Arabs, they came into our world, and they flew planes into our building, killing Americans. I hate those Arabs. And they grew up hearing that for 18 years. Then I thought about it really in a very different way. And I said, what if at the same time, a child is born in Saudi Arabia? at 1.17 p.m. Central Standard Time. And at that time, if that child is born, and he grows up for the next 18 years of his life to learn that those Americans, they came into my country and came into our country and killed our people and killed our president. They're the enemy. I thought about it. I was 20 years old at the time. And I ask you the same question. Who's right? The answer is really neither and both. Isn't that right? Neither and both at the same time. Because it's completely subjective. You're right. It is subjective. This is my point, Sherry. It's 100% subjective. So therefore, if that entire statement is subjective... But those are beliefs that we've created. Then those beliefs are created by the experiences of our environment. But then that, that what I realize is that our beliefs became subjective. That our beliefs became subjective. And so when people said to us that you've got to change your beliefs, change your life, how do you do that? That's the question because I get it. Now it's subjective. It's not objective truth. It's a subjective truth. But here's the interesting thing. Now I want you to get this. Is if that belief is subjective... 
Could somebody else not place their belief onto you and change your life based on their subjective experience? Yes. The answer is yes. That means that the people that you surround yourself with, the area that you're in, the environment that you're in, the people that you're in, whatever they tell you, they could be it. That's how we follow through with the same ideas, the same thoughts. That's why we listen to, not that our parents are bad people, but our parents who've said things to us in the past. Is it right? Is it accurate? Is 100% right that that's true? Or do we just follow blindly in a tradition over the years? Again and again and again and again without asking the question, why? Without asking the question, does that really make sense? Does that logically make any sense to anybody? Do we have any objective data to prove that? No. And I'm going to say a statement that's going to offend some of you, and that's okay. I hope to, I hope to trigger you rather than offend you. We listen to other people because we don't believe in ourselves. We listen to other people because we don't believe in ourselves to be able to stand up and say, what is my experience inside this? And we let other people dictate our life. And so people will come along and, and the, you'll go to seminars and events and programs and, and say, you know what? That's what you want. That's what you're being told to do. Whether it be, you know, choosing this path or following a, a business or whatever it is. I don't know what it is for you. But whatever that path is, you're going to follow that path because you don't believe in your own path. You don't value yourself enough to follow your own path. And what you're doing is you're trying to make everybody happy. It creates a codependency because you want to be liked by everyone and approved by everyone. See, the old model of personal development focused on, on factors saying that the beliefs were the problem. And I used to think about this. And I used to look at it and say, okay, well, beliefs are the problem. And I've been speaking for a long time. And I would be backstage with people's names. If I said their names, you'd be like, oh, my God, really? And I'd be like, yeah. And I would tell them, and I'd say, look, what you're teaching people about the brain, the neurology, how things are working is not true. If you enjoy this episode, make sure you subscribe so you're notified when the next episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with someone you think will like it. And remember, you can always find the visual version of this podcast on my YouTube channel. Just search Dr. Rewired. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you at the next perfect time. Thanks a lot.